welcome back everyone and for those who are new welcome to deep it with brie and chi i am chi this is brie brie whatever yeah okay so we have a returning guest and we also have a new guest i'll let them introduce themselves my name is Ike Chuku. Um, I go to Towson University. Um, I'm a photographer. My Instagram is at stillsbyike and also at underscore Ikester. Back again. My name is Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Instagram is J-R-O-Y-D-2-1. Uh, I go to UMBC. And I'm a part of Amongst the Elect. Yes. Oh, we're okay. Plug, plug, plug. Okay, so welcome, Jermaine. So today's episode is going to be based on something we all have our own personal, you know, connections with. Something very heavy. Very heavy. Very heavy in our hearts. So one question I want to ask all of you, what wakes you up in the morning? Like, what gets you started for the day? Like, what motivates you? Mm-hmm. Me? Well, when I'm at home, it's my dog, my lovely dog. And... Also, you know, being able to walk and, you know, talk. Because, you know, not everybody's blessed with that. You know, I really take that very personal, very serious. Um, for me, I would say my mom, like, just speaking to her on the phone, like, you know, checking up on, up on her because, you know, she's my she's my rock. You she's know, my, my rock. <laughs> um, I think for me, like, my friends and family and, like, kind of just, like, whatever task. Uh, is ahead of me for the day like that's like if I know that I have to do something or do something for somebody mm-hmm. then it's like okay I gotta just get up get ready and get out the house mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. agreed uh for me it would be hope um hope in the sense that you know your current position is not necessarily uh what you are to be you know what I mean like many times people you know they're sad and depressed and discouraged because of what they see in front of them you know what I mean like mm-hmm. for example if you're turned around and you face this wall you know, if you face this wall, this all you can see, you can't see anything behind you, you know what I mean? So it's everything is based on perspective. So that's why personally, you know, it's what is to be. That's what I that's what that's what drives me in the morning, you know what I'm saying? When a seed is planted, you don't see what the seed will that it will become a tree. You just see the seed, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, hope for um, you know, a glorious future. That's what we I like that. I like, I like that, that too. Like just being, you know, having the mindset that you know something can always happen you know like something always, always to look forward to you know right. i like that okay. so i want to ask each of you what are your denominations like what is your branch what do you believe in what's your religion um my denomination is the holy spirit i don't really do denominations okay. for the simple reason because i feel as if it causes division you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. as christians you know I think we all believe in God. We all believe in Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? There's one gospel. There's one truth. So I just believe that uh, denominations, I mean, obviously there's ways to go about, you know, practicing religion, but I feel like denominations in general just cause a division. So mm-hmm. I don't really have a denomination per se. Yeah, I don't have like a personal denomination either. You know, you have your church that you're like raised in, but personally me, it's just like, I mean, I guess I, you would place me under the Christian category, but like denomination wise, um, me, um, I was raised Catholic, you know, baptized into the Catholic Church or whatever. But um, as time went on, my mom, she looked, because, you know, when you're younger, you go to the church your mom goes to. So as time went on, we went to Pentecostal Church. And for a while, we always went to a Pentecostal Ghanaian Church, the Restoration Chapel of her. Um, but since then, I guess since COVID hit, we kind of stopped our uh, attendance. 
we stopped our attendance to that church. My mom found a different church, and she goes, she watches this online pastor, Pastor Blenzy. I don't know what domination that lady is, but right now I'm kind of, you know, still figuring it out myself. I don't know if I can still call myself Pentecostal or whatever. Um, for me, I have a similar experience. Like, I grew up going to a Catholic church. I went to the National Basilica in D.C., and um, after a few years, my mom, like, you know, we changed. I don't know the exact division, but we changed to go to Winter's Chapel. I don't know if anybody else goes there or heard of it. But, yeah, I don't know my denomination. And I don't think, like like um, Jermaine said, I don't think, like, it's solely based on denomination. I think it's solely based on what you get from it, like, what you receive, what you can, like, you know, gain and learn and, like, you know, guide yourself with. That's what you should, you know, be claiming. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a question. So who went to church this Sunday? I know you went. <laughs> you? No. I have not been to church in years. Um, I've been, you know, sporadically going to certain churches sometimes, you know. But I do be trying to go to Bible studies. There's Bible study in my school I'm kind of starting to go to. But, yeah, I feel like my test from church has really – and I not like I blame COVID, but COVID. I would try to go during COVID, but – I don't know, like, we, you know how people, like, you know how they had, like, certain limits of how people, people could be in a room? Mm. You know, after church, you usually have, like, what, 300 people sometimes? <laughs> so then they would have to, you know, divide services up into, like, 30-minute increments and, like, only 25 people at a time, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my mom kind of freed it, and that's why she found that online church or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, besides COVID, what do you think um, affected your attendance in church for those, you know, kind of had a lack of it? Or did, was your church ever, like, attendance ever uh, affected? Um, I actually started attending my church during COVID, oh. you know, God's Room Assembly. I started attending during COVID. And, you know, we give God praise for church. We give God praise for church. Amen. But your uh, the relationship with God has to be very individual, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, but the, yeah. it's, very, it's very good that we also have fellowship. Why? Because the Bible says that... Um, the, the Lord loves it when brethren come to, um, in fellowship together. You know, he loves the gathering of the saints. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't The Bible says, yeah, don't forsake the gathering of the saints. So, yeah, it's very essential to be a part of a fellowship and to um, go to church. Why? Because iron sharpens iron. But, yeah. Um, I think that what kind of strained my um, attendance with church, I definitely think it was, like, it was obviously COVID because as soon as it hit, like, we kind of moved. Like, my church, uh, we have, like, a... Like online, we had like an online format, which is like a voice call at the time. Um, now we have like like YouTube live stream and all that stuff. But before, when COVID first hit, it was like the the voice call, and then there was just just so much going on like in life in the world at the time, like mental health wise. Mm-hmm. So like just getting up, and we would all like what we would do is we would get into one room, like me and my siblings and my mom, and we would get on, like on the floor and just would like sit in front of a phone. And for me, that was just like it was just. It just would not work. I would, like, at a certain point, I just started kind of, like, just staying in bed or just, like, leaving the room. Um, uh, now, like, now that we're, like, kind of physically back in church, um, my church is in Atlanta, so. Uh, I know you'd be going. <laughs> so when when I was at home, like, during the summer and stuff like that, um, I, I started going back, uh, mm-hmm. like, occasionally and stuff like that. And I occasionally sometimes watched the YouTube, I attended the, the youth services, the youth uh, like retreat this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, as of like being in school and stuff like that, um, it's a little more difficult for me to attend. Uh, I think we do have a 
Baltimore branch, but I would rather prefer like either going online or going to my mm. like going home base. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it started because of COVID. Like you know, late 2018, early 2020. Um, my mom didn't want us to get you know COVID because it was bad mm-hmm. when it started. So we stayed at home and you know prayed and watched any online service that we could. And then after a while, like a lot of things were happening, like with the whole COVID situation and like not going to school physically. Like I kind of like not lost myself, but like mm. I kind of you know lost direction, and I, it affected me religiously too. Like my beliefs, I start to think like is there really a god like i started mm. to think to myself um if all of this is happening like if covid is happening and all these innocent people for no reason like why is god doing this so <clears throat> to me i just like kind of distanced my distance myself from christianity but like i pick myself back up like i know like there's a god i know like he's the one who's holding all of us down but yeah that's my reason yeah, i definitely I agree haven't really that. found like a new church in baltimore because me personally I like going somewhere I'm comfortable with. Like, I don't like yeah. change. Yeah, because, like, with the church I grew up in, like, after we left the Catholic Church, we left the Catholic Church when I was really young. Mm-hmm. So around, like, when I was, like, 10 is when I started going to Restoration Chapel. Went from, like, the kids' church to the youth church, you know, like, staying like like that. Um, it makes you, like, like more familiar. So when, like, every time I would go to other churches, I'd be like, bro, what are they doing? Like, why are they singing <laughs> a song like that? What are they doing like this? Blah, blah, blah. So it'll be like, now it's kind of hard for me to like find a church I resonate with because if I don't vibe with it, I'm not going to want to go. And I'm not going to want to listen. I'm just going to be like sitting here like, because even though you don't go to church to like, for other people, you don't go to like, you know, to, you don't go because the chair is red. You don't go because right. they, oh, they have nice pillars right here. You go because of God. But if I'm not vibing with that, I can't really sit here and like, sit here and be like, yeah, I'm dedicated. I'm going to listen and do all this stuff. Like, I don't know. I have a question for you guys. So what do you think is, you know, what do you think is stopping you from really, you know, fully fully immersing your relationship with God right now in this season of your life? Like, what do you think is stopping you from, like, you know what I'm saying, fully immersing with God? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. So okay, what do you interview. think? Okay, interviewer. Ch- 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 go for it. Um, I think really what's stopping me is myself. Like, I have so many opportunities to get close to God, you know. I have so many opportunities to, like, find a new church. But, like, just me, like having the mindset like oh i don't want to find a new place to go to because i don't want <clears throat> i don't want to like you know i don't want to be in some sort of place where i'm not comfortable with that's what's stopping me and i feel like in order for me to like you know get that close relationship with god i need to find a safe space like i know church like for a lot of people is a safe space but like sometimes when i went to my church um the pastor would say certain things that i don't mm. really I don't really agree on and like that kind of like stopped me from like finding a new church like i'd be like if if god believes this like why is it this way or if this is supposed to be this way then why is it that way like that's what stopped me oh my turn um i don't really think anything is stopping me from like fully immersing myself with god but i will say like with a lot of stuff going on not gonna lie i always make sure i pray i thank god for everything in life but like to really sit there and like dedicate an hour to reading the bible i need to i'm trying to formulate my life around like to focus on that because it's like right now i'm living very fast paced like i got school i have like four organizations i'm in i'm doing this and i always i still try to you know thank god every day and pray but it's just like right now it's kind of hard and I, i'm sorry for this but like it's kind of hard to fit like oh an hour or two hours right now 
to just sit there and read the Bible. Like, I feel like my relationship with God is good. Like, even if you don't, in my personal opinion, you don't have to go to church to have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Relationship with God is individual. You don't got to be in a room with thousands of people praying and yelling and you know, you don't got to do that. Like, I, I have a question. More questions. So let's, for example, let's say if I, you were my girlfriend, right? Relax, just relax. <laughs> let's say if you were my girlfriend <laughs> and I did not spend any time with you and I didn't, you know, acknowledge you throughout the day you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and i supply things for you and i mm-hmm. and i mean you supply things for me and i didn't acknowledge you at all how would that make you feel it may feel wrong i'm mean, like not good obviously but i still acknowledge god throughout the day like i don't walk around, like i don't only go to god when something's bad i try to thank god before things happen i thank god for just me being able to breathe being able to walk being able to do all these things i do today but i will say like to like i like i i do like i acknowledge god but like and i feel like a lot of people our age have this problem like i don't know they live in like they're worried about 20 different other things to sit there and like read like i don't know i try i read my i get my little daily verse of the day and whatever but i don't like i don't know i haven't formulated time to sit there and be like two hours i'm going to read the bible i still try to live like a godly life i still try to you know you know what's it called live through the god the guys of jesus and stuff like that but i don't know it's just the way things are formulated right now i'm still working on it like i'm not going to sit here and be like oh like i just gave up on it or anything like no i still try but it's like it's kind of hard, especially with the way, like, I'm already, like, the way my schedule is now, I still be like, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I have 20 things to do tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know by the second I get home, the last thing on my, it's sad to say, but the last thing on my mind is probably going to, last thing on my mind is probably not going to, like, it's going to be like, hmm, I'm tired. I'm about to go to sleep. Like, I've been at Ike's house tired after doing so much, like, <laughs> stuff 20 different times, and I was about to pass, I'm, like, tired. The last thing on my mind was reading the Bible, and that's sad to say, but it's just, it's just the truth. Like, I understand it's not good. I still try, like, you know, Ray and like you know thank god for everything but mm-hmm. you know it's kind of hard i want to add something onto like the question you asked us so i said that like you know it's myself holding me back but like the reason why i still like you know have a, a relationship with god i have a strong relationship with god but the reason why i still there is because like every morning i wake up like mm-hmm. every morning i'm able to like you know eat every morning i'm able to walk i'm able to learn i'm able to like you know have this discussion right now and it's all because of god like if that relationship was completely gone, like if my like me myself, if I held my ba- myself back all the way, like I would have no relationship with him, and I'd probably be in a much worse like position. Like mm-hmm. the only thing I can say is like I give thanks to God because like even though it's times where like I don't question his like existence, I question like my purpose mm. being here and like. That question, like that question, is what makes the relationship stronger, in my opinion. Because like the more I question, the more I speak for answers, and like those answers come through believing. Like, mm-hmm. can I? That's the question. Okay. Um, for me, um, I I kind of agree with like what everybody was kind of saying. Like, it's I think that it's hard to make time in this day and age uh, sometimes for like a personal relationship with God. But I also believe. But I'm trying to change that perspective. I believe that that's because of kind of the the blueprint for the blueprint that like you know we in society kind of make mm-hmm. for what a relationship with God is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- <laughs> um, and I think that um, it's because we as human beings, I I I I believe and I know that God looks at us as unique individuals and he understands that we are human beings and we have different experiences 
different behaviors, different struggles. I don't think there's a there's a cookie cutter way to necessarily have a relationship with God. I think every relationship with God is unique, and that's why, um, for me at least, I I know that you know maybe I have an attention issue, um, maybe maybe I have an attention issue, maybe my mind is always racing, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, I know that it's gonna be hard, harder to sit down and maybe take an hour with God or like, you, you know. Huh? You be trying, like, I be texting, I keep like, I'm reading the Bible, hold on. I'm like, yeah, that's good, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I try, I do try, I do try, but I know that, I know that God looks, you, you know, we, we, we say all the time, we hear all the time, God knows each and, of, each and every one of us more than we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. God knows exactly what's going on in your mind. He knows, he knows what you struggle with. He knows uh, what you're capable of as well. And so um, I try to like talk to God like throughout the day, like, you know, in increments, like just talk to God in passing, mm-hmm. not, not necessarily just saying that your relationship with God should be in passing, but talking to God like conversationally as you would a friend or a companion mm-hmm. throughout the day, but also like also trying to make time, like Brianna said, um, that I do occasionally trying to make time. And then also, you know, also bringing that issue before God saying like, God, I know that I don't always make the most time for you. I know that it's hard for me to focus. I know it's hard for me to sit down and read the Bible. And I say, but you know me. And I I always just ask, you know, supplement where I fall short, you know, uh, you know, like help me with that issue. Um, you know, just like God, I, I feel like God is, is he works with us and he works with our, like, he doesn't look at you and say, this person needs to be like this person in terms of their relationship with God. He's He wants you to have a relationship with him in the capacity that you can. Otherwise, everybody would just be the same. I agree. You get what I'm saying? I agree. And I also, you know, I agree that, you know, as you said, you know, especially our generation, <laughs> especially our generation, Um, the relationship that, you know, we have with God and the type of, you know, attention that we show to God is actually quite frankly it's actually it's sad and the reason it's sad being is because the Bible says that God is the same yesterday today and tomorrow you know what I mean Mm -hmm. the Bible also says that he he, and and that being said God we serve the same God yesterday today and tomorrow that means the same God that you know that uh helped Jesus do miracles you know Mm -hmm. the same that God that helped you know the uh, apostles carry out Acts, acts of the apostles. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The Bible says that when Jesus left, the spirit of uh, the spirit of the Christ was now within us. We're supposed to do greater works. But the thing is, you know, as you said, relationship. You know what I mean? Um, the thing is, we can never get that if we don't genuinely seek an intimate, like intimate, very intimate relationship with Him. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where the that's where power to do things comes from. You know what I mean? For example, for example. Um, for example, if you want to be good at something in this life, no matter what you're doing, you know what I mean? No matter what you're doing, you have to put in amount of effort. If I want to be school and do well in school, I must study. There's no substitute. If I want to do well in sports, I must train. There's no substitute. So if you want a genuine, true relationship with God, you have to, you know, sacrifice time. The Bible says, he that um, dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The secret place of the Most High is within those hours that you're praying. You know what I'm saying? It's within, you know, it's within you opening up the Bible and seeing the revelation that God, you know, has put forth to you. You know what I'm saying? So as you, as 
as you said, bro, I feel as if, you know, it's actually very pathetic. It's, it's true. It's very sad, bro. The our generation, the amount of you know, the amount of reverence that we show towards God, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a lot. We 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 set time and schedule to go to class, mm-hmm. but we cannot set time and schedule to pray, you know, to the person that gives us life, the person that gives us the ability to go to class. So it's just it's actually it's it's, it's very sad, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why we see a lot of church growth. You know, the church is probably the wealthiest it's been right now in our generation. You know what I'm saying? We see cathedrals, we see a lot of attendance in church, but guess what? There's lack of power. You know what I'm saying? You know what I noticed? Like, in this generation, like, a lot of people are, I don't know if this is the right word to use, like, but they're embarrassed to, like, show that they believe in God. And I noticed that. And, like, if you look at social media comments and stuff like that, you'll see when people say things like, um, you know, be open to God and stuff like that. When people, like, mention that they're in some way or form Christian, you'll see little people, like, commenting underneath, like, um, stop trying to force your religion on us and stuff like that. And, like, things like that, like, I feel like that's what pushes people away from the religion as, as mm. well. Because you can see someone who's, like, let's say Muslim, comment something like that. They won't get that type of, like, response. But, like, when it comes to Christianity, a lot of people try to push it away and say um, things like, oh, Christians are hypocrites and stuff like that. There's a lot of, like, slander towards Christianity and, mm. like. I mean, it's bad. I mean, it's just but for the most part, Christians are hypocrites. So that's a that's yeah, a very correct very statement. True. You know, this is what I want to get into because you know how the Lord says, "Come as you are," mm-hmm. and most of us, well, we all go to you go to African church now. No, but I don't go to African church. Is it, I go to Holy Spirit Holy, for the church. Holy Spirit church. Yeah, Holy Spirit with an African church. pastor and mainly Holy Africans Sp- there. Holy Spirit filled. Holy pastor. Spirit filled church. But um, I feel like a lot of times with like. Also, with the teach people like in our generation that go away, like you see, you have, you have color. We all you have colored hair. Right. You have what cornrows in your hair, and in the African church, some of that stuff is looked at as like, oh, like you're trying to be worldly, you're trying to be like this, you're trying to be like that. So going into like, I feel like what deters a lot of our generation away is judgment, judgment from like the elders of the church. Mm-hmm. Like my like, I remember at my not, not even at my old church, but I've been to someone's church and the auntie has physically pulled my skirt down, and it's just like, I don't know you. Even so, like, even so, like, it's like, understand you're trying to do well for me. It's just like, the Lord says, come as you are. If I'm coming off of wherever I'm going and I come here and decide I want to come and praise God, mm-hmm. and you're coming here making comments at me, making snart, snot, like, snart, snarty remarks, stuff like that because of what I'm wearing, it's like, how do you expect me to come and, like, feel comfortable to, tr- uh, to pray and preach here and stuff like that? It's exactly. Just, like, all these piercings and stuff I have, mm-hmm. like, if I go to church, like, the looks I'm going to get is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Keep in mind, not all churches, not all churches, but, you know... Not all, but like it's gonna be, it's gonna be there. The like, ones that we're used to. The yeah, the ones we're used there. to. I would say. Because mm-hmm. there are some churches who are like really like, you know, not uh, liberal or whatever the word is. I don't know. I guess liberal. I guess. What? Oh, you, oh. Or like yeah. open. I think that's that's what. Yeah. You mean. Or open, and they'll be like, you can come with like with your pants sagging or whatever, even though you shouldn't. You know, you should respect <laughs> the house of God and you know come presentable and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they won't sit here and like make an ugly look at you because you're going like you're going to give offering and you're like maybe wearing ripped jeans or something like that. So I feel like more if like we have like. People are more aware of churches like that. Our generation's attendance would probably go up, but. Um, oh yeah, I, I definitely feel that, um, and I think for a lot of us, um, I'm not sure if it's the same for you, but like growing up in like mainly like African churches, mm-hmm. I think that um, it's what happens is that a lot of culture um, gets mixed into like like the mm-hmm. word of God. I think that a lot of times people will be speaking from like a cultural standpoint uh-huh. under the guise of like their own spiritual direction or like, um, I mean, me personally, I think that um, 
even trying to like like push that like like whatever cultural doctrine like onto people i think that that also discourages a relationship with god as well and like brianna said like you know me before i used to have like low cut hair Mm -hmm. you know uh no piercings you know what i'm saying um and at that time that i was doing that i don't think that my relationship with god is as strong as it is now that my hair is like oh uh colored braided back i have all these piercings um and um and but i've been treated differently then versus now like before people would think that i was like the golden child the you know the one who was always quiet the one you know people would think that that my my relationship with god was so strong back then but it wasn't necessarily but now i can see like when i go back home treated differently when people see my hair when people see my piercing and when aunties make comments about it or say oh you're, you're you can't really we can't let you like you know sing we can't let you get on the pulpit with this with this nose piercing so you gotta take it out well, I did have to take it out, <laughs> basically, to get on the pulpit because it's you know that the, the face of the the church or whatever that ministry. So it's like, right. and um, and for me, that was that I see how that can that how that's discouraging because at the time that I was like following all these uh, supposed like um, you know like rules of the, the church the church's doctrine or whatever mm-hmm. uh, for how you're supposed to look. Uh, personally, spiritually, I was not as strong, as sound as I am now, where mm-hmm. I, my appearance would be less accepted by whatever church I go to. So, yeah, and I and I and I, I agree with that. You know, um, it's a lot of pretentiousness. You know what I'm saying? Like even while Jesus was on earth, you know what I'm saying? There were people called Pharisees, people who thought they were, you know, they knew a lot, and you know, they didn't even accept Jesus as Lord. They're like, who is this guy coming? Why? Because he's destroying the the religious order that they had at the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Imagine you have a priest and pope and all this stuff and all big guys, you know, <clears throat> within religion, and then you have a man that's coming to say he's the son of God. But um, yeah. That, stu- that type of stuff is very common. Why? Because, you know, there's pretentiousness. And the Bible says, uh, Jesus, Jesus said that he did not come to, you know, heal, the, uh, he did not come to help those who think they're, they don't need help. He came to help the sick, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just feel as if that stems from that, yeah. Yeah, heavy on the, like, cultural thing. Because I, I don't know if y'all know that video of that African lady in the church. She's like, those who are wearing dreadlocks, no heaven for oh, yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. did Jesus have I, dreadlocks? I am, I, am I mistaken? Or... I don't know about that one. Well, he has, you know, okay, he he has something like that. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, who, like, it's just like, who are you to like condemn people? I understand it's always okay to advise people, whatever. But to simply say because someone's hair is locked, no heaven for you, that's actually crazy. And I would just leave that. And church. I feel like some of them, like, they don't like see that we're all human beings. Like, we're all made in the image of God. Like, whether or not you have colored hair, whether or not you have piercings and stuff like that, you can still like follow the same like footsteps that this person mm-hmm. has if they don't have the you know mm-hmm. hair color and stuff like that because yeah God. i agree mm-hmm. and i think it definitely also um like it also um kind of goes with like your attachment to those things as well like mm-hmm. whether you can like live without them whether you kind of like put them on like a pedestal and stuff mm-hmm. like that so that mm-hmm. i think that definitely matters as well um and also even the bible says um i forget what verse it's um um, but Jesus, I think they were saying, um, like, if you're, if you're, if you're circumcising yourself, it was just giving different examples in those verses. And you're thinking that like, uh, that's, what's going to get you into heaven. 
or that's what's gonna like give you the strong relationship with God, then you're 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 going about it the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, kidding yourself. Like, yeah, you're kidding yourself. Yeah, like like I I think that that is such an important like uh, an important topic where people I feel like people put the actions above the actual relationship with God when mm-hmm. the relationship with God is like supposed to be at the forefront and the actions come behind it yeah. mm-hmm. rather than like people do it in reverse and I think that also happens a lot in African churches where they tell you oh you look you gotta you gotta be the certain way you gotta cover this you gotta do this gotta do this do this but a lot of that's how you have people walking around looking like cookie cutter but they're not they're 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 empty like mm-hmm. they're soulless mm-hmm. yeah and that's because you're putting those actions but you're 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 preaching about the actions and yeah. you're not preaching about actually having like a loving relationship with god so and yeah i believe i think that's like i think that's the one of the biggest things you know in the sense that like the biggest like it only everybody thinks that oh i'm a saved i'm born again oh i can go and you know win 50 souls i can go and bring people to church i can do all this stuff you know that's cute you know that's very cute but the only thing that says that gives heaven joy, it says that when a new soul is saved, you know what I'm saying? So all this performative stuff is cute, but, you know, it, that doesn't mean anything to God. Why? Because there's nothing you can ever do that deserves the mercy and grace of God, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, it's, it's very funny. Yeah, and you know what I noticed? Like, in, I just recently, like, you know, came to, like, you know, the understanding of this, but, like, a lot of people our age, they believe that just because they're young and, like, they're like youthful you know like some of the temptations and like some of the things that they do that are like you know bad is excusable yeah uh, yeah mm-hmm. the bible even talks about that though the bible talks about you know the bible says enjoy the days of your youth mm-hmm. but remember that every single action you've made you have will be accounted for you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. and it's not just to you know oh i just sinned oh you know i just made a mistake the re- <laughs> like there's no time stamp I'm on saying. when you should like you know give <laughs> yourself to god I'm like saying. And, and and the thing is god is not a tyrant you know Every rule that has been made is because he's made you specifically. He knows what you can and what you cannot do. You know what I mean? So that being said, he knows that if you have sex with seven people, he knows the type of demons that will be transferred. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's not the people think it's like it's funny and it's it's not it's not a joke. Like it's very 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 serious. He knows that you know the Bible says that you know don't get very drunk or stuff like that. Why? Because your body is a temple of God, and he sa- it says that be vigilant at all times and be aware of what the devil is trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the devil and and when you're not vigilant, that's what and the devil is able to have most control of you and your body is literally what the temple of God and that's just that's those are just examples but what I'm saying to say is this like the God before you were born there was a blueprint for your life that God had for you you know what I'm saying there's a glorious destiny how do I know that because Jesus even had a blueprint why because there are people in the Old Testament thousands of years before Jesus lived that prophesied about his life so even us we have things that we are supposed to accomplish at certain ages but the thing that stops us is what sin so keep in mind though like it's never too late to turn your life around like okay you're 16 17 you done had 20 bodies you're drinking every night okay one day something like even though god forbid sometimes it usually takes something to happen to somebody for them yeah. to really take god into their life and be like wow i gotta change that's sad but righteous affliction yeah mm-hmm, but oh but don't think like oh dang i already done this god won't accept me that's not true like god is a, he's a loving god yes like he, he always accepts you just you know don't let it be that like I, don't let it be that something has to happen to you for it to happen because that's just like yeah, yeah it's not fun it's not fun and <laughs> also there uh, as you said that's true because you know people like you know saw 
Saul, before he became Paul, he was literally a killer of Christians, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But by the end of his life, he was he was regarded, even now, as regarded as one of the greatest apostles, you know what I'm saying? He wrote many books of the Bible, you know what I'm saying? He wrote 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Romans, he wrote, you know what I'm saying? Just Ephesians, just to name a few, First Timothy, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what, I'm, what I'm saying all this to say, like, obviously, there's hope is not lost. And the thing is, like, at the end of the day, you know, you know, we give God praise for Faji, you know what I'm saying? We give God praise for enjoyment, you know? We give God praise for parties. We give God praise for that stuff. We give God mm-hmm. praise. But at the end of the day, where is your, where is your peace being yeah, found? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Where is mm-hmm. you? Because you personally, even everybody watching, you, everybody who ever lived on this earth physically knows there's a God, bro. Because if you, if you ask them and, and they, will not, they cannot physically explain to you how did the stars get created, Man cannot have created stars, and there cannot be nothing from something exactly. to create something. So it, it doesn't make sense. And, and, and there's literally moral laws that we consider correct and incorrect. Why? Because if a, if a, man, if a, man, uh, if a man has sex with 15 different women, we, in society we consider it wild, we consider it wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If somebody is smoking and it's overwhelming, you know what I'm saying? We consider it wrong, all this stuff. So it's like there are certain things we consider right and wrong, you know what I'm saying, that align with the teachings of God. So it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you know, that stuff, these stuff, like uh, enjoyment, all that stuff is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we're supposed to have fun in the days of our youth. You know what I mean? But there's also a thing that, 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 that as, you, as we said before, there is repercussion for everything. If, 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 if I drop this drink right now and spill it, there's a repercussion. You know what I'm saying? So every action has a equal or opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like... Our peace will not be found in the things of this world. Why? Because the world will one day pass away. Your money will pass away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're, any, anything you're doing in sports, it will pass away. One day, you, everything, you, you, you die. You can't take anything with you. You know what I'm saying? Your flesh is here. You know what I'm saying? But the soul is gone. How do I know that? When somebody dies, you go to their uh, uh, casket. You go to see the, um, the viewing. You view their body. Their spirit is no longer there. Where's their spirits? <laughs> that's just that word. That's a, that's a good point Like about like enjoyment, like enjoyment like for a, a time and a season and stuff like that and definitely um about peace um i'm trying to see what the verse was uh you got notes see. yeah um uh what's it called uh john chapter 14 verse 27 it says i'm leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace i give you is a gift the world cannot give so do not be troubled or afraid mm-hmm. um and i think that definitely if you've kind of like kind of lived like kind of like a, a teetering like back and forth life and stuff like that you know that when you're like drinking and smoking and doing all these drugs at the end of the day when you wake up like like you're you're troubled like your life is still like you're still facing so many like problems and issues like those things are really only just temporary salves mm-hmm. for whatever issue that you're going through and like your life is still continuing to spiral downward but uh when you when you put your problems and your trust in God and not in like trying to soothe it with like drinking or smoking and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's when you kind of really feel that that peace like you actually feel peace and not just a temporary like oh let me just forget this for the night you know what i'm saying like those things can be fun or whatever or if you want to do them in moderation if that's how you feel mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying Cause I mean, obviously <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't do those things or mm-hmm. I don't like definitely not to the same degree as before, mm-hmm. but, um, what's it called? Um, like the peace that you feel when you 
when you bring your problems before God versus when you try exactly. and mm-hmm. try and forget them through drugs and alcohol. It's it's a different like it's an overwhelming type of peace like the peace that you feel when you sit down and you talk to God mm-hmm. and you you cry out to God and explain to him your problems and you just feel like that's that's when you actually feel the weight lifting off of your shoulders and not when you're like you know blackout drunk yeah, I, I agree like like when I pray like right after praying like I feel this like I don't know it's like a refreshing feeling and like mm-hmm. when I go out to parties and stuff I always feel like gloomy like I don't know if anybody else like has experienced it like every time I go out like that's why I've even stopped like I cut down completely on going out because mm-hmm. it'd be draining but like when you like wake up and pray or like you're about to go to bed you pray like you feel like so like refreshed yeah because you know? there's so many like there's so many like matters of like the spirit that you don't even know that are going on <laughs> right. that like when you pray before you go to sleep when you pray when you wake up like your day automatically just is better like mm-hmm. versus like i've had times you know like you know sometimes i have issues with like inconsistency with prayer and i'll pray before i go to sleep about the next day or whatever and you'll just wake up with so much energy and so much like clear mind and then i'll i like forget to pray the next night and then it's like the day <laughs> the day is so chaotic because there's just so many things that are going on behind the scenes yeah Literally. that we don't know about hmm. and we can't see you just have to ask god to like protect you and give you the strength to to face those those issues so yeah yeah i feel like it's another like what our generation likes to do they turn to the bottle when they have problems they want to well, smoke the pain or away smoke, yeah, smoke the pain away like i have friends like i'm not even like trying to be like the dare warriors and be like don't do drugs da, da, da. But when i have friends who like every day consistently they're high multiple times a day i'm sitting here like i like i pray for their i work for their house i pray, I pray for them and stuff like that but i go and ask them like what's going on like are you okay like what is going on like you need to be incoherent 24 hours a day i just like being high that's not the actual answer be so for us why do you like being high why like, do you like what is being it about high? being high that you like what is that about, like what is it about not being able to really know what's going on around you that you really like what's going on mm-hmm. internally because obviously like i'm not going to speak for everybody but most most more than likely it's something going on internally and instead for like not saying i'm the most like i'm the most religious person in the world mm-hmm. but i would rather like something for a feeling like, i feel like talking to god is fulfilling Reading the Bible is fulfilling. Smoking, drinking, your pain away till you forget it for two hours is not fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I would like, I really, like, I really, like, for my friends around me, like, I really hope they would try to, you know, fulfill themselves in a different way rather than go to the bottom or go to the, the J and just, you know. Like, it's okay to, like, do it once in a while. Like, I mean, I won't say it's okay, but, like, you know, no judgment if you do. I like, mean, it's okay. To me, it's okay, but, like, doing it consistently, like, every day, like, it's concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the big another big factor is, you know, a lot of people, they actually go to God in prayer and they feel as if they don't see any answers. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? But you have to realize that, first of all, God, God, God works everything on his own perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And two, it's also a thing you have to literally cry out to God. And and you have to and believe the Bible says don't come to the um don't come to God double minded you know what I'm saying if you come to if you come double minded thinking that God doesn't hear you God doesn't answer you you're, you're wasting your time you know what I'm saying because at the end of the day like there are many there are many things in your life that you don't know what is going on as you said there is we, we <laughs> the Bible says that um it's not merely flesh and blood that we're fighting but evil spirits and principalities that's a different day that's something for a different day. But what I'm saying, I'm saying this all to say that, you know, God, God, 
if you genuinely serve, if you genuinely want to know this guy, if you want to get to know this guy, if you want to get to really serve this guy genuinely, it's not just a simple, you know, cake. Why everything's gonna go the way exactly you want it to be? Why? Because there's certain things you don't even know, but you cannot handle it. Mm-hmm. If there, if God gives you certain blessings, you will turn your face away from God. You know what I'm saying? If God drops certain things on you at certain times, you literally will not know what to do with it. So mm-hmm. we have to literally just. Be- and it's hard to do it. Why? Because we we are people of faith. You know what I'm saying? But we have to literally believe fully that, you know, God is a steward of his word. The Bible says he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. There's no reason that, you know, if we believe that God is real, that he will lie to us. There's literally no reason he would lie to us. Why? He has nothing to prove. I lied to you because me, me, I lied to you today. I'm not going to lie. I lied to you. You told me how far I was. I wasn't 10 minutes. I wasn't 10 minutes. Why? Because I have something to prove. I said, no, no, I have to, you know, I have to make it seem nicer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But God has literally nothing to prove to you. So why would he lie? He's not a man that he should lie. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we really have to trust God. And it's not, as I told you, it's not sweet. You know, Jesus is the son of God, you know, and Jesus woke up early in the morning to pray. It's, and, and the thing is, people act as if Jesus was not a man. Jesus had things to do during his day. You know, Jesus had a mother to attend to. Why? Because he had responsibilities as a man. To You know what I'm saying? He, had, he was a carpenter. There was many things that Jesus had to do. But he took time out of his day to pray. What? To assess power. You know what I'm saying? Prayer is how we, as Christians, that we assess power. Just in the same way as athletes train, as Christians, the way in which we assess power is prayer. You know what I'm saying? And the Bible says that we are supposed to do greater works than Jesus Christ. So, and the only way that can be accessed is through what? Prayer. And it's, and yeah, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very difficult thing because sometimes you should be like, boy, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. I'm not feeling anything. Nothing's happening. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But we really have to genuinely believe that the spirit of, Je- <laughs> that's my, this is my last real point. The thing is this, you know, many times we come to, we come to uh, church for blessings and we come to church to, you know, for a pastor to prophesy, all this stuff, mm-hmm. not realizing that we have the power of God within us. Mm-hmm. You can literally speak to situations and they change. Why? Because the power of God is within you. You know what I'm saying? That's what the Holy Spirit is. <laughs> That's what the Holy God would not have Holy Spirit just to tell you, oh, don't walk in that direction or, uh-huh. or wear this shirt today. We praise God for those things. But there's literally things that you will speak to. You know what I'm saying? And the real and, and the real um the real validity of a Christian is shown when there's a problem that arises. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not when you're in church saying hallelujah, amen, we praise God for that stuff. But it's when something really ha- it's when a problem is really in front of you. Now let's see your God. You know what I'm saying? Now let's see all the times you've been praying. Now let's see all the times you've been reading your Bible. Now let's see. That's when you those things are put to test. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's a big like I have a, a, yeah. I'm sorry. I have an analogy, like based on what you said, like Think of it as like college, like you go to college to get a degree. You're not going to get that degree in one day. Like you have semesters, exactly. you have exactly. tests. You exactly. Have, and those, exactly. some of those tests you have, you will fail. Some of them you will pass. Exactly. Same way you look at like Spiritual prayer, life, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you and just got to look at it like that. When you get that degree, I'm sorry. When you get that degree, you're going to see like all that hard work and all that like time and like, you know, determination and effort paid off. Same way it goes with like prayers and you know answer prayers same and like you yeah. said like just because like people will pray and it doesn't change immediately they'll be like is god listening to you or whatever <laughs> so has there ever been in, like a traumatic experience when you turn to god and you haven't seen results in the way you want where it made you kind of like lose faith or anytime you ever like not lose faith but you know you started questioning is god really like listening to you 
uh, that's happened to me before, you know, during quarantine, especially, you know, it was like 2020, late 2020. So, you know, if 2020 a, was a, year. a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys um, that know me, you know, know I play soccer, stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, during the like the 20, during the, my junior year, you know, I, I, I was playing soccer. And yeah, that was my year for recruitment, all that stuff. So basically to hurry it up, I was out there. Was, I was um, getting emails from coaches to go to camps, you know, to George Washington. Uh, no, let me, I was getting emails from coaches to go to some camps, some top, some nice schools, nice schools. But I really wasn't paying any attention because I was like, you know, I'm still young. I don't really care about none of that stuff. That's just blah, 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 blah. So basically I was, I was ignoring a lot of coaches. I was ignoring. I wasn't really answering. And then, you know, Corona happened. And the quarantine portal, and then the portal closed. And then I was like, wow, my whole life, everything I knew was soccer, 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 soccer. Yeah. And then it's just nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just start, man, the way I was depressed, hey, I was listening to some dangerous Rod Wave. Hey. Oh. I, I, know, I, used to, I used to listen no, to that. I was used to oh, listen to that guy big time. No, but yes, um, I was just so mad. I was so sad. And my parents, I was, I was asking my parents to um, let me stay home from school for that year and mm. go to school at PG and stuff like that and take classes and just, you know, see what I was going to do about soccer. They, they didn't listen. You know what I'm saying? And it was just so depressed. I was just so sad, so sad, so mm. sad. But then, you know, I went to UMBC and then, you know, uh, you know everything worked out for um, for you know my good in that regard because um, I was at UMBC and God's able to use me now to you know uh, help people with their spiritual walk. Um, mm. There's you know a Bible study group that's established at UMBC on campus, 100% Triumph. And you know what I'm saying? I, God has used me. God has used um, me to help many people with their spiritual life. So I praise God. So although at that time I was crying and I was very upset and I was sad, you know, I didn't see what God had in store for me. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and even things still yet to come. I cannot speak about it yet, but even okay. things still yet to come, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, we give God praise, you know what I'm saying? Even though you don't, because as I was saying like in the beginning, like if I'm looking at this wall, I only can see what's at this wall. So, And that's why we can never invalidate somebody's feelings. We can never exactly. say when, when somebody says they're depressed, you have to take it very seriously. Mm -hmm. Because even though you may want their situation, they're sad because this is all they can see, you know what I'm saying? So you can't invalidate somebody's emotions. But at the same time, you have to encourage them and say that, you know, your best is still yet to come. Why? Because you don't know. You don't know what could change. You don't know what God could do in your life. Just have faith. So yeah. Yeah, I, I like what you said too. Like uh, all things work together for good. That's it's actually my lock screen, and it's been my lock screen since I think March. It was supposed to be like my lock screen of the week, like <laughs> lock screen of the week, but I just kept it because, uh, like I I truly believe in that verse Romans eight twenty eight. Like it like those who believe in God like. I, I truly believe that all things work together for good. Amen. Um, for me, at least, um, you know, I uh, I personally have like like the way that my mind works is that I kind of just think of things in like the immediate, you know, mm -hmm. um, and not really like so so far ahead. And I think that that's also like uh, it's it, it could be a generational problem too. But I think some people have more have like an individual problem where they don't kind of think of things so far so far ahead Same. to think of like in the moment so that's Same. like one of a, one of the big issues that i have so um i think that that can kind of also be like a, a um like a hindrance in your relationship to god but like like last year and then like ending of last year beginning of this year you know i was just going through a lot of like like just back to back like traumatic stuff mm -hmm. and you know um at the time like i like at a point when i felt like i just really couldn't do it anymore you know i cried out to god or whatever and stuff like that in prayer 
and uh you know i really do honestly believe that he is you know working things together for my good now and i think that even after like the passage of time just even prayers that i've made like earlier in the year um like prayers that i made early in the year like just small things you know small declarations and stuff like that now that i see them kind of like like coming into fruition like months later and stuff exactly. like that mm-hmm. i exactly. think that um um that really that sorry <laughs> um i think that um yeah i think that 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 uh sorry what was that <laughs> no, you're, okay. good. you're good um i think that uh seeing those things like uh like you know we we live in um such a such a microwave generation such a microwave like time you know we want things like just 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 with the attention of this generation in general with tiktok social media everything is like one minute fast fast you want everything you want that instant gratification and that's just not the way that god works and i think that that has made a lot of our relationship with god in this generation just so difficult yeah and i think that um even something that you said earlier that i wanted to talk about as well is how we're quick to like go to church go to pastor and stuff like that you know we're, we're in, in my opinion like even in like like African cultures, parents are so quick to go to the, our African parents are so quick to go to the pastor, mm-hmm. go to the pastor for any issues or whatever. It's like, you're going to the pastor before you go to God. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's because you want like this instant answer. Really? But really, in reality, pastors are not infallible as well and they can give you wrong advice. Mm-hmm. But you know, like you said, you know, God is never going to lie to you. He's never going to lead you astray. So uh, it's just like, you know, just asking God for patience, um, asking God for uh, clarity, discernment, like those type of prayers and stuff like that. And then, and then like down the line, once you pray and like, it kind of like leaves the, the front of your mind. And then later on, like, it's just so powerful to see those prayers that you prayed with patience and with like sincerity of heart, uh, come to fruition. Yeah. So, yeah. And, 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 um, Romans eight eighteen, you know, the Bible says that your present sufferings is nothing to be not to be compared to the compared to the future glory that will be shown within your life. And yeah, you just you know we're not even we're not <laughs> we're very young still. You know, we're twenty twenty one nineteen eighteen. You know what I'm saying? So we just have to we have to just generally just trust God and 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 have hope. And the way in which you develop a relationship with God is just by reading the Bible. That's the biggest thing. Read the Bible and through prayer. So yeah, exactly. Um, I would like to keep going, but unfortunately, we are out of time. So I hope you guys took what, you know, I took a lot from this conversation. Hope everyone watching took something. Hope you guys took something. Mm -hmm. And I hope, you know, we all learned from each other today. Um, you know, you can watch us, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, follow our social media, Deeper with Brie and She. And our guests will tell you, we'll plug their stuff in right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) my name is E.K. Chuku. Um, I'm a photographer. My photography Instagram again is at Steals by Ike, and my main Instagram is underscore Ikester. Uh, Jermaine Davids. Um, uh, my Instagram is J R O Y D two one, and yeah, follow amongst the elect. You have events coming soon. You and me. And always remember, guys, it's never too late to get right with God. Never. Never. No matter what Ever. you're doing. You were in G's last night, splitting it open. You can still go to church. Exactly. It's never like it's you can okay. always change. Like, Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. No problem. No problem.